Hey there, Earthlings. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another edition to the ET Podcast edition. I really am not even going to ask how everyone is doing because I think there's probably a plethora of emotions that could be expressed, however, to each his own. And let's remain vigilant in our current goals despite the disarray of emotions that our nation is in. So, on to this first episode of the new year. We are currently only on episode number nine. However, I'm going to start by doing a few new things such as interview episodes as well as new segments within the episodes to spice some shit up and also spread further awareness in other ways and with other people. You know, I want this to be a space for all of us to grow mentally and forge forward in a more educated and aware manner. So stay tuned. New shit coming soon. Now, this week we are discussing social conditioning, so let's get right into it. Ah, social conditioning. The act of being controlled by society or be conditioned by society. Now, while we all like to think that we make our own decisions or that we have free will of some sort, the real truth is that society grabbed a hold of us straight out of the womb. I mean, meaning our parents are really primed and socially conditioned themselves to pass to pass it on to us. I mean, beginning with gender roles placed upon us, all the way down to socially conditioning our language, our religion, our colors, our food consumption, and even our appearances. I mean, technically, we are just sims in our simulation, if you look at it like that. But hey, what do I know? You know, I feel like a lot of people claim a non-societal life, claiming not to care what others say, think, or do, yet all the while still living, speaking, wearing, working, thinking, or even praising only what has been given to us, approved by society, quote unquote, whatever the fuck that really is. But how is that so? How is one so non-societal when one is never questioning the norm or going against the grain or making others uncomfortable with your wonder or your lack of conformity? I mean, just because you think about doing something doesn't make it an action. What I mean by that is people know the process of being conditioned and also know that there are other other avenues available to live and to lead life on, on an individual level or you know, as an individual amongst a conditioned world. But A, either people know better or knowing better, they know better is, they know that knowing better is doing better, but they still choose to not do anything. And I understand that once you know better, you are supposed to do better, but some people just just know and just choose not to do. Or B, people are overconditioned in such a state of comfortability even if it's them getting the short end of the stick, they're so conditioned with um, such a state of comfortability that they would rather excuse them th- excuse themselves through social conditioning by playing ignorant, like they don't know any better, or only thinking, never doing the bare minimum, you know what I'm saying? Or just simply avoiding what they do know for fear of being disliked or judged even. Now, as always, Media has a massive effect on painting your point of view for you, as well as social media and direct, directly connected influences, I guess. Now, let me ask you this, Earthlings. 
mainly men, but it's always open to the to the floor. It's always open to all. When a woman is not displaying friendly mannerisms, not smiling, is she being rude or just going about her day? Now, being socially conditioned to always say the right thing, most are currently answering with, oh, she was just going about her day. All the while, you are the same motherfuckers that are like, smile, pretty lady. You're too beautiful to be looking like that. Equating beauty or femininity, for that matter, to happiness, or at least mannerisms, to the appearance of happiness. So tell me, is she really being rude and unhappy? Or have you been socially conditioned into believing women should be warm at all times? Your uncomfortability is just that. It's yours. Please quit projecting that shit onto others in such a negative and a dense way. You know, I know women are probably doing this to men as well. But again, we're not socially conditioned to think that men have to be warm and inviting. So there is a bit of an uneven scale. But either way, and nonetheless, just stop trying to gauge or control other people's happiness based on how they look, based on what they're doing. That's their business, not yours. Okay, so... My most recent and ongoing experiences of experiencing social conditioning is men equating my beauty to a man being in my life or my beauty equating to a relationship of any sort. Um, I recently had someone inbox me on Facebook and I'm going to read his responses are going to be direct quotes from what he said. And I mean, I took I didn't take so much offense to it. I mean, of course I wasn't flattered, but I wasn't like going off on the guy, but I also just had to let him know like what you're saying, especially at your age, you should know is not a compliment. So what he said was, and I quote, where's your man? And I, of course, asked what makes you assume that I have one of those? And his response is, I mean, you just look like you have a man and continued on with, Um, You look like you should have a man and my personal fucking favorite. I apologize. You just look like you should be married. (sighs) So to all the women or men out there listening, and this sounds familiar out of your mouth, please A, work on your fucking self. And B, most importantly, know that this is not a fucking compliment when you say things like this to an individual. This is not flattering and truthfully should not be acceptable to say, in my opinion, at all, ever. Now let me ask you something else. When you hear the word homeless, what do you think? What comes to mind? I mean, some people have truly been socially conditioned to believe that because it hasn't happened to them, homelessness itself, that it, were, that it will never. And therefore, it must be the person that is to blame, the homeless person's fault. When the truth of the matter is we are all, honestly, two to three checks away from losing all of our homes, all of our livelihoods at any point in time in this world. It can happen to any of us and it can happen to every one of us. So why would one believe that it's individual and not situational? I mean, it just doesn't make sense to me when, I mean, I guess when society tells you things like hard work and respect are all you need to succeed, it becomes easier to blame others and to go against the grains of society, so to say. That's weak. That's weak as as hell. And it's willfully ignorant thinking. And I don't understand or like that shit. 
again, to know better is to do better. But when you don't do, it's pointless to have the thought. It's like wasted memory space. So that brings me to religion. And what about religion? I mean, most of us were taught religion at a young age through the practice of our parents. You know, as children and even young adults, we believe what our parents and educators tell us to be true. Making it that much harder to establish our own true thoughts and feelings down the line or over the matter at all without any guilt or shame or ever in the in the process at all, ever really being able to get over what we've been taught over so many years. And it's crazy to think that some people pick pick and choose what to believe from people who knowingly lie, you know, lie about Santa Claus as well as the Easter Bunny and religion, you know, somehow never, never really doing their own research. People will just believe whatever, even as as they age, they tend to never really look into what they were taught just to believe it because the people that it's coming from should be that that trustworthy, you know, and I don't believe that to be true. You know, um, when people aren't doing their research over the matter and just knowing that they were lied to about one or the other or all things is crazy to pick and choose. Like I said, to pick and choose what you believe from someone who is technically a liar. Because, you know, technically and socially, everyone agreed that Santa Claus wasn't real after a certain age. However, just because it hasn't been socially accepted, does does that make religion or Jesus real or true? No, it does not. Hate to break it to you. Sorry, not sorry. Don't worry. I I don't worry about going against the grain as long as, you know, I'm being met with truth individually or collectively as a group. You know, I'm not about the perpetuation of lies through social acceptance or comfortability. I mean, take a look at social media. We are accustomed to say the right thing, to look our best and to appear to have a great a, a great life despite reality when the true reality is more men are committing suicide than ever. Teens and children are being bullied to death and they worry about being too fat or not beautiful enough. I mean, what the fuck? At what point do we really stop this perpetuation of lies and hate and self-destruction, even even if it's religion? I can tell you that if it's not seeing children die at the hands of it, if it's not seeing children hurt due to this perpetuation, if that isn't enough, I'm not sure anything will ever be enough to change our minds. At what point do you quit feeding the egos and and opinions of society? I mean, truly, people think that you can't live, that you die at that point, that, that that's not a possibility, that once you go against society, that you no longer are living. And that's not true. And I need people to start thinking outside the box. That's the whole reason that I called this the ET podcast, the extraterrestrial podcast. If you go back and listen to my intro, it's all about thinking outside the box, not not perpetuating stereotypes and norms and always questioning, you know, questioning the source and always wanting to know more about it, wanting to make sure that it's true and well and that it's not based off of some um some lie made up from someone back in who the fuck knows when and we're just still believing it to this time again perpetuation. I just I'm just not with that and I just hope that, you know, with this episode or with these few words or with anything that you've heard within all the podcasts that I've recorded out of these nine that I've recorded, that you just realize that 
We are literally socially conditioned in everything that we do. So until you start to break that cycle, you are a part of this. You are a part of this society, technically. And I guess people would say, well, so are you. No, I'm not. And I can't even go into explain to the extremities in which I'm not a part of society anymore. And it feels so good, but it's hard for those around me to really understand me anymore because they haven't questioned the society in which they're in and which they're being lied to about. So it's just levels. I don't feel like I'm above or below or anywhere else other than where I'm supposed to be. And just because someone isn't there yet, I'm not passing judgment. But again, I just want to open eyes, open doors, open mental capacities to think beyond what we've been thinking. Well, my beautiful growing and ever evolving earthlings, it has been open, fun, truthful, and as always, really real. This episode has been extremely short compared to the other ones, which I consider all my episodes short compared to what I want them to be. Anyways, I am getting ready for work on my way to work. For some reason, my work is not posting on Wednesdays when I schedule it. Sometimes it's not even there. So then I got to re-record it like I'm doing right now. So just figuring it all out. Um, Again, I'm not hoping. I'm actually about to start adding interview segments and new segments within my episode so make sure you stay tuned and you pay attention and I'm hoping that the interviews will help me loosen up a little bit help me to extend my episodes not only in the interview episodes but as well individually so stay tuned for that remember you can subscribe to the ET podcast anywhere that they are available from Spotify Apple Podcasts, and even here on Anchor where I record this motherfucker so this week's topic of social conditioning was just really a part one, so to say. There's so much more I could dive into, so stay tuned for that. Part two, I'm sure, down the line, coming soon, somewhere. If there's anything you want to comment on as far as the show, subjects, or you just want to get a hold of me, you can leave me a message here on the Anchor app. So go download it now. I just might feature it in the next episode. I also want to give a shout out to all my listeners, which... I know it's typical, but I have been receiving a lot of individual feedback. Uh, People have been hearing me on here, finding me on social media, complimenting me, and also wanting to work with me. Thank you, thank you, thank you guys so much. I can't wait to work with you guys. If there's anything you want to work on uh, together, whether it has to do with the podcast or not, just reach out to me. Just reach out to me on social media anywhere, Erica Isis. You can find the podcast under Erica Isis anywhere. Again, just reach out to me. I'm a very open person. I'm very busy as well. So I'm not going to guarantee nothing. But I'm always, you know, I got a calendar. I can schedule shit. So holla at your girl. Tune in each week on Wednesday to make sure you get these weekly gems. Make sure you subscribe and share. And I'll see you next week, Earthlings.